Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about my best recommendations when it comes to enabling your customers to have self-service access to canceling their accounts. Now, this is an area where I have particular preferences that perhaps not everyone does. So it really depends on where you are on that scale. But I'm going to try to do my best to describe for you what I think is the most appropriate design pattern here in terms of how to manage this, especially if you're building a B2B SaaS and in particular a low touch product, right? Because keep in mind, if you're trying to go after that low touch element, you're trying to keep your software simple, which I'm a huge advocate for, for a million reasons, this is something that you're going to want to incorporate into the process. Now, nobody wants to lose paying customers, right? But at the same time, what you probably also don't want to do is have to manage that process, especially if it's time consuming and it's really dragging on your efficiency if you have to manage that process manually. That's where, again, like I talked about in a previous episode, most recently, leverage automation wherever you can and self-service options are great, right? It is at the core of a, a low-touch product. And a low-touch product enables you to keep a relatively low overhead, which means greater profitability. So this is something we need to handle for because it's gonna happen, right? You're gonna have an LTV. And you're not really going to know what that LTV is until people start turning over or canceling. So it is actually important data for you to know. That way, when you know where they stop, you can figure out how to extend it, right? So, But in the meantime, we're going to need to give them the ability to be able to do it. So now this comes on the heels of me canceling a product I was paying for, didn't know that I was or because I wasn't using it any longer. But uh, that's another tip, by the way. You should check your statements on a monthly basis to make sure there's no charges on there or you're not paying for anything that you're not actually using because that has a tendency to happen, especially with subscriptions. So <clears throat> when I did that and I logged into the product and then I went through there, I look always look for the ability to cancel and I'm always um, evaluating these tools experiences because this is what I do, right? This is what we do. So in this tool in particular, they had, a, they had an experience that I didn't love because they pushed the envelope too hard in terms of trying to prevent me from canceling because they made it deliberately confusing in terms of how to do it from a self-service perspective. That I'm not a fan of. So while the self-service is great, I really would not recommend you be deliberately deceitful in an effort to try to keep these people paying, especially if they want to cancel with your product. Here's why. The biggest reason is because you're going to wind up having people like me who know what you're doing. And like this product made me jump through so many hoops that by the end of it, I had done what I thought I needed to do to cancel and I actually didn't. And that started to piss me off. So you do not want to upset your customers or your users in that way. You really need to be sensitive to how, just how far you can push them in terms of preventing them or trying to change their mind from canceling, right? But you really don't want that to be tr deliberately trying to deceive them to prevent them from being able to cancel. If you want to know how that turns out for companies from a customer service perspective, look no further than Comcast or Xfinity, wherever they call themselves these days. They, uh, they are infamous for making their customers jump through hoops to try to cancel their contracts and their accounts and as such they've been rated one of the lowest customer services and they may never be able to shake that uh, reputation you don't want that now obviously that's a much bigger company but that actually reinforces my point it's more important for us to make sure that we're not deliberately giving people 
any type of motivation to go, you know, bash our our brand, our reputation, really affect our goodwill in a negative way, any of these type of things, definitely a bad idea. So what are the guidelines? What should you do instead? Well, I, I actually do think it's worthwhile to consider trying to change the person's mind if they would like to, right? You're not trying to force their hand or make it deliberately confusing, but um, there's been plenty of data that shows that if you offer certain incentives, if in the event people are in this position where they're attempting to or wanting to cancel, that have a tendency sometimes to change your mind. And if you know the economics, then it might be worthwhile for you to offer them discounts to try to keep them because as they say, which is often true, basically gaining back or keeping the customers you have is often more cost effective than it is to grow new ones. That's not always the case, but that's a general principle that you can leverage. So what I recommend is you figure out a way to inject into that workflow of cancellation, perhaps discounts or extending, giving them more time or access to your product or whatever it is, then you might be able to keep a percentage of the folks that are attempting to go through a cancellation workflow. But the best advice that I have here by far is do not make it deliberately deceitful or put too many gates in place for their ability to be able to cancel because number one, it's going to cause brand damage and affect your reputation. And number two, it's just going to create extra work for you. Why do you want to create extra work, right? We're in the business of building SaaS businesses, in particular B2B SaaS. And if you're trying to go the low touch route, which I also highly recommend because simple software makes everything easier, then you really are not looking to increase your overhead by having to manage a bunch of additional processes in a manual way. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.